At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host live from Las Vegas. Your other host today on the East Coast, live out there in Boston, Josh Applebaum. Josh, how are you? Pritch, I'm doing great. Happy Tuesday. And, uh, man, we got a lot to get to. We gotta, uh, we're going to do a full show on Aaron Rodgers, all the, all the movements here with the futures and everything, and big baseball day. Also, I got a great uh, nugget uh, later in the show for anyone who lives in Arizona and likes to bet on sports. Some great news coming out of Arizona here, set to go live uh, with legal sports betting September 9th. Uh, so a ton to get to, Pritch. I got some uh, NBA draft prop bets I want to share with you. We got the draft coming up Thursday night. So just a big, big show overall. And, uh, and of course, Aaron Rodgers, I think, is going to be the headliner to start. Well, he is the headliner. We're going to lead off with Aaron Rodgers because we have a shift. Uh, certainly he's reporting, conditioning, uh, and then they'll take the field tomorrow. Uh, but we've seen a, a move here. Super Bowl odds before the return, he was 16-1. to Now he's they're 12-1, speaking of the Packers, because they were off the board. Uh, there was uh, conflicting stories, whether he was going to retire or show up. Now that he's shown up, uh, we got these numbers out now. So NFC Conference, uh, before the return, plus 800. Now, plus 550. And that division, NFC North, before the return, minus 120 for the Packers. Now, minus 165. Uh, and then we go back to the regular season MVP, before uh, plus 800. Now, uh, still after his return, plus 800 for MVP. 
Yeah, so Pritch, first of all, this just kind of goes to show you the respect that the odds makers have for a great player, former MVP last year, uh, Aaron Rodgers here. And what what a difference maker a guy like this makes toward the futures and just for uh, different betting situations in general. So if we can take a step back, you know, Pritch, you and I, uh, this is almost like closure for me in a way because you and I have been talking about this Aaron Rodgers stuff for it feels like months and months. And, oh, yeah. you know, it started off saying like, Oh, like he's definitely going to go. But yet we had that prop bet uh, that was saying that the Packers were still that minus 140 favorite to keep him or w which team he would take the first snap with this year with was still the Packers. Then we saw movement where it went off the board. Then I think we did a show last week, Pritch, or maybe the week before where he was minus 400 to stay with Green Bay. And I'm like, ooh, that doesn't make much sense. It sounds like he, uh, he could even retire. And then everything changed Friday night because Friday night was when uh, the rumors of this retirement were surfacing. And there was, quote, unquote, sources here close to Rogers saying that he was going to sit out, that he was going to retire. And what we saw Friday night was just a massive shift overall. I wrote about this in the Visa newsletter. You can sign up for free, visa.com slash newsletter. But Circa, give, give shout out to Circa here. Uh, they take in a lot of respected money. Money, big wise guy uh, wagers are welcome at Circa, which is great uh, overall. And really, they they take in the action because they want the intel. And I think that's a good example for other sports books to look at. A lot of sports books would you know shut off wise guys or not take smart bets because uh, they don't want to lose these bets to the wise guys. But the wise guys also provide information which can help you with your bottom line here. So Friday night rumors that he may retire. We saw that win total at Circa go from 11 down to eight and a half. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was doing shows with Michael Lombardi. He's like hammer the under. You know if it's Jordan Love an eight and a half win total. Total, uh, I think that under is a great play. Of course, everything changes once that uh, that Rappaport tweet came out that Rodgers is going to return here. So it seems to me, Pritch, he's kind of following the Tom Brady playbook. I saw this in New England. Brady was disgruntled at the end. He agreed to one more year on the condition that they can't franchise tag him. Right. So I think that's what that's what's happening here with Rodgers. He's going to come back. It's the last dance here. You know, we had the last dance with, with Jordan. <laughs> now it's going to be Rodgers and Devontae Adams. We'll see. Obviously, all these futures are moving, and the Packers are now a contender like we thought they would be with Super Bowl odds moving overall. But to me, Pritch, it's opening up uh, Rodgers to leave next year. But I think if you're a Packers fan, you're happy. You at least get one more year uh, with your best player. Right. And examining the situation too, Josh, uh, I think the retirement stuff was real. Just talking with people because they had to do something in order for Green Bay to have concessions in this new contract, this new deal. There had to have been something convincing for Green Bay uh, to get off their stance of not trading Rodgers and then, you know, have these concessions in place for Rodgers for after the season. Yeah, it's a great point by you, Pritch. The other thing that I enjoyed about this is mm -hmm. uh, if you picked up on this, Pritch, there are quote-unquote mechanisms that can address <laughs> right. a lot of Rodgers' issues. Like, what mechanism is that? A mechanism <laughs> to bring back Randall Cobb? A mechanism to uh, trade away Jordan Love and uh -huh. give him another five-year deal? I have no idea what that means. I just found that word to be very interesting. Tell me more about these mechanisms. I'd like to know what they are. Well, that just means control. That means ego. That means, okay, I want to have say in how my career ends. Uh, you're the only organization out there in which they treat their Hall of Fame quarterbacks this way. The Green Bay Packers, they, they're the only precedent. Uh, most teams, they don't do that. You mentioned Tom Brady. Uh, they allowed him to become a free agent, and that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to separate from Bill Belichick. So uh, we'll see what happens after this season, but Aaron Rodgers is back with the Green Bay Packers. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host from Vegas. You're the host. Josh Applebaum is in Boston. Aaron Rodgers is back in the fold with the Green Bay Packers, Josh. Uh, conditioning today, he'll pass that. He's been training. He's been uh, getting ready for the season. Uh, and then, okay, they'll take the field. No offseason for the Packers with Aaron Rodgers. But yet, I, I talked to a number of players, uh, Josh, and uh, they felt like last year, even though because of COVID, they didn't have the typical offseason, uh, they felt like their bodies were going to be okay. 
So taking Aaron Rodgers into consideration, no mandatory minicamp, no working with the guys, the fellas in the offseason, uh, can he pick up where he left off, in your opinion? Because we have this week one situation uh, with the Packers and the Saints. Yesterday on the show, uh, the Saints were minus three. Depending on where you shop now, you can find the Packers still as a dog or even as a favorite, uh, depending on where you shop across the country right now. Yeah, it's really intriguing here, Pritch. So on uh, your first question, I think he'll be he'll do just fine. I mean, okay. I did see that he was uh, training in California. He's been doing this every year, I believe, since he's been in the pros, uh, where he's working out. He's he's doing yoga. It's not just like you know a lot of this uh, you know lifting weights and the hardcore football stuff, but the mental side, the pliability right. side, some of the stuff that Brady has re- really revolutionized here. Uh, and I just think you know not only is he in great shape, he's he's getting older, obviously, but just the way the league is is really handling quarterbacks overall. They're very protected. Uh, you know, all the all the rule changes are geared toward offense and protecting quarterbacks. So I think he'll be just fine. I think, you know, uh, he's still got the zip on his arm and really uh, his brain. I think that's the th- one thing with Brady, why he's still so good. You know, is his fastball, you know, two miles an hour lower? Maybe, but uh, diagnosing coverages and using your head and working with the same offense and bringing back a lot of guys. And now year three with the floor, I think uh, Rodgers is in for a mo- another monster year. It's funny, his MVP odds did not change at all. Plus 800, mm-hmm. still plus 800 right here. But the intriguing thing to me, Pritch, is that week one line, because this is an important example of how sports betting, it's not just picking the right side, it's getting the right number, and it's not... Uh, who you take, it's when you place your bet because right. there was an opening yesterday, Pritch. It was maybe a, a couple hours long where uh, I was actually texting our colleague Will Hill here, who was funny. Will Hill's on vacation in North Conway, New Hampshire. He's still blowing me up uh, talking <laughs> sports betting. I'm like, hang out with your family. Like, come on, man. Like, they like they deserve you here. But anyway, that's a whole other side story. But he texted me and he said, hey, my book still has Packers plus three. And I said, ooh, that's intriguing here. Mm -hmm. So I jumped on the plus three just for the the sake of value and saying, hey, if Rodgers is coming back, you're getting a plus three. Remember, that opened Packers, I think they were getting two on the road, uh, one and a half, two at the Saints. It got all the way up to three. There was one book that got to three and a half. Now that is all gone. Right. Once that change, once that move, now a lot of these books are actually flipping to. Looks like uh, we're showing Saints minus two on our board, mm-hmm. but really this thing is either off the board or moving to Packers minus two and a half, minus three. So uh, it's all about getting the right number. There was that window yesterday during all the chaos where if you jumped on Packers plus three, uh, that's going to be one of the probably Hall of Fame closing line value right there. Doesn't guarantee you're going to win. Right. You'd be feeling really good if you jumped on that number. Now, my thing is like, if it's now Packers minus three, I think you missed the boat. I think you now waited out until mm-hmm. until week one. If anything, does this evolve into a buyback on a, on a Saints plus three or three and a half? if all this overvaluing of Rodgers uh, really moves this number further. But to me, Pritch, if you jumped on the plus three Packers yesterday, you are feeling really good today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, most starters don't play in a preseason anyway. Um, and yet Aaron Rodgers is healthy. Uh, back-to-back 13-3 and three seasons here. So to win the NFC North, we talked about it, Josh, minus 165 to win the NFC plus 550. Uh, but in terms of this roster, in terms of the Green Bay Packers, uh, I think – when you're in a one-year situation, because as players, we always are in that one-year situation, a contract situation, in which, okay, we got to put up or shut up, basically. Uh, and so if Aaron Rodgers, if this is his swan song, if this is the last dance, uh, it's no different than last year trying to prove everybody wrong by becoming the MVP last year, thinking, okay, I'm done. Well, I'll prove to you that I'm not done. I'm the MVP. So if this year is all about Super Bowl bust for Green Bay, uh, that's pretty interesting, uh, if you ask me. I agree with you. And maybe LaFleur's decision to uh, go forward or punt on fourth down might be a little different this year based on uh, kind of the stakes here this year. But I'm Mechanism. With you, He's going to call his own plays out there. 
Exactly, exactly. And again, if you're LaFleur, I mean, what are you? You're 26 and 6 here in your career. And uh, who do you owe that to? Pretty much Rodgers the whole time. So maybe they're a little more, um, I don't know, as, as a team, a little more bold with their play calling. Maybe they approach things a little bit differently. If this is really the last dance here, as, as we keep using that phrase, uh, maybe, you, maybe you just kind of handle things differently, thinking, hey, this is my last shot with Rodgers. We better make this thing count. Uh, and of course, you know, it sets him up for Rodgers wanting to have a good year this year because does he go to the open market next year? I think with Brady, I've been hearing a lot of uh, a lot of talk about how, you know, he's sitting down with Jim Gray. He was saying, you know, a lot of teams didn't want me. I thought everyone would be jumping on me free agency. There was a couple that he wouldn't name. I wish he did saying, uh, <laughs> you know, your quarterback's terrible. You could have had me. That's kind of Brady, uh, you know, kind of showing his cards a little bit here. But I think that example, I think a lot of teams are going to be like, hey, he's older. But look what Brady did when he was let go. People thought he was too old. He won a Super Bowl with the Bucks. So it's not just this year, uh, you know, b- you know, uh, Super Bowl or bust for the Packers. It's also have a good year because if you hit free agency, what if you sign a two-year, I don't know, uh, $90 million deal, Pritch, something right. like that, a team that's desperate. I think Rodgers is playing for this year, but he's really playing for next year. You know, normally it takes you a good hour before you circle back around to Tom Brady, but within 10 <laughs> minutes of the program, you've mentioned Tom Brady a lot already. We're going to get to Tom Brady, I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> but, um, Josh, how about the the jilted partner, though, and uh, all this, uh, the Denver Broncos? Because there's a lot of people out there that thought, that the Denver Broncos were going to go after Aaron Rodgers if when he was going to be made available. He was not made available by Green Bay at all. Uh, so now you have a situation with Green Bay, uh, excuse me, with the Denver Broncos uh, just trying to leave this altar uh, and then go on with uh, whatever direction they're going to go in this year. So their win total, eight and a half on the season. They got a quarterback competition between Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. Uh, it's not really that exciting from what I gather. But yet, that's the direction they have to go in. So what do you make of the Denver Broncos and what they have to do now? Yeah, obviously disappointing if you're a Broncos fan because all the prop bets we were looking at where Rodgers could go, really Broncos were kind of the team that a lot of people expected because, uh, again, they're they're one they're one quarterback away from being a, a legit contender here. Obviously, Fangio, I believe he's going into his last year of his deal, so mm-hmm. he's got to win now. He's playing for his next contract. And you just have a really stacked roster overall. I think that defense getting Von Miller back, getting Chubb, who was injured, you know, drafting Sertan. They're loaded in their secondary. Uh, You really got everything locked and loaded, ready to go, except the quarterback. But uh, to me, you know, I I still am bullish on them as a a team this year, Pritch. Their win total is 8.5. It's juiced up minus 140. It's not like the minus 140 over 8.5 is now even because, you know, odds makers were thinking, oh, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. We better juice it up. No, it's still juiced up. I think it's a team that's on the rise. It's going to be competitive. Can they go, you know, nine and eight this year? I think there's definitely an opening there. Obviously, tough division there. Uh, we're going to have to play the Chiefs, the Raiders, teams like this, um, uh, as well as the Chargers. But I'm still bullish on them. I think the big thing is the roster is really, uh, really stacked here. And then also, you know, Locke, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I can't wait to bet on the Broncos as a road dog with Bridgewater because, you know, Pritch, Bridgewater is the goat when it comes to covering mm-hmm. numbers as a dog. Uh, more over, I think he's over like 65% in his career. Uh, but to me, also, um, mile high and the advantage of getting fans back in that uh, that mile high home field advantage. To me, that's going to be a boon here as well. So uh, you didn't get Rodgers. You're, maybe you're disappointed here, uh, but still the over eight and a half win total. I'd be leaning over with this team. Yes, juice up minus 140 out here, uh, Josh, in Vegas. So uh, going over eight and a half is interesting. I'm, I'm hearing great things about Jerry Judy going into year two. Uh, as a receiver myself, you take that leap. You don't take a, a step forward. You take a leap forward going from year one to year two. We saw that with Cortland Sutton as he became a pro bowler, uh, Josh. 
uh, with the Denver Broncos and all the quarterback controversies and, and uh, different scenarios that they've had out there. So if they can settle in on a quarterback, uh, you got Jerry Judy, who, in my opinion, is the most polished player uh, prospect coming into the league uh, from college in a long, long time. And if he's making those strides or those leaps forward uh, with Noah Fant as well, Cortland Sutton back, I mean, that offense could be pretty potent this year. I'm right there with you. You got a lot of high draft picks that are starting to really mature. Obviously, Judy, you know, Noah Fant, the tight end. A lot mm-hmm. of these guys, especially, um, you know, bringing in uh, Melvin Gordon, who had a pretty decent right. year. This team, I think, uh, you can run the ball. You can throw the ball. Drew Locke is a guy that's shown flashes, Pritch. I'm not sure your take on Locke overall. <laughs> uh, but but maybe also another year under his belt and maybe learning some things from last year. Maybe he's about to make that step. Maybe bringing in competition. Uh, obviously, you know, with Teddy Two Gloves here, right. maybe that brings out the best in, in Drew Locke, thinking, hey, you know, last year, remember that game where the Broncos had all their quarterbacks out with COVID? They had to start that that wide receiver, and that line kept going up and up. It was the Saints, and they, they end up rolling anyway. Uh, but maybe a little more competition brings out the best out of Locke. And I naturally, you know, anytime we talk about games, uh, we talk about teams right now, I think that you're thinking win totals, you're thinking futures, but I automatically go to these week one lines, Pritch. So I'm looking at this week one number, Denver at the New York Giants. And really, that's kind of an intriguing line here. It's pretty much Denver minus one across the board. Uh, we're going to have to see how uh, how this develops. Anytime you're at a one, to me, I'm looking at what's the next move. Does it go to one and a half? Mm-hmm. Uh, does it come back down to a pick em? Uh, Is the public going to say, hey, uh, you know, the Denver, I really like them, but they don't have Rodgers, so now I'm going to lay off them again. We're showing a pick on the board. You can shop for the best line, try to get the best number. I would look at maybe the under in that one. Right. You know, open 42 and a half. It's a very low number. Anytime you have a really low total like that, public just out of principle will say that thing is so low. Both of these, they're NFL teams. They each got to score 20 points each. Oftentimes in those spots like that, uh, I like to maybe go contrarian and go unders, low total unders. And then also early in the season, a lot of times unders are the play early on because uh, defenses are healthy. Sometimes the offense, you know, Pritch, it's all about uh, timing and maybe you don't have your timing yet. So you do see a little trend in the early season toward dogs and toward unders. That's what I'd be looking at here. But let's see what the next move is. Pick minus one. Mm-hmm. Does it flip the Giants? Does it go up further to Denver? That's a line to keep an eye on. Yeah, no Saquon Barkley potentially for the Giants week one too. Keep an eye on that uh, as well. You know, the Drew Locke thing uh, real quick. Uh, he's entitled. I think that's why they're doing a quarterback competition. Uh, he's got to get rid of that uh, entitlement uh, aspect, and it, I think that'll improve his game. Uh, so looking for that to emerge for Drew Locke uh, and the Denver Broncos. Now let's get to Tom Brady, uh, Josh, <laughs> because we have passing totals for the NFC South, which surprisingly, you look at the quarterbacks in this division, Saints withstanding, uh, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, we'll see what happens right there. But Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, Sam Darnold. Uh, Tom Brady, 47, 25 and a half passing yards, 36 and a half passing touchdowns. This is a guy who's healthy, uh, who is a guy that has no pressure on him. Uh, he feels like he still has something to prove, Josh. But uh, a year within this offense and everybody coming back, it really sets up for Tom Brady. It really does here, Pritch. So, of course, you know, if you took the over, what, five and a half on Brady references in the first segment here, you, you <laughs> cashed that bet from me yes, already. But, uh, but, but, Pritch, I'm with you. You know, this is a team that I keep hammering, uh, the, beating the drum here with, with Tampa Bay. I love their win total over 11 and a half. Uh, I think you are seeing some books go to the 12 with Tampa Bay. So if you like that over, again, shop around because there's a huge difference. If they go, you know, 12 and five, their 17-game schedule, you want to make sure you got the 11 and a half, even if you got to pay the 11 and a half over, you know, minus 150, something like that. But really, Brady, I'm going over passing yards. You know, mm-hmm. uh, again, this is a guy that, to me, the big thing with Brady is what does he have left to prove? I'll throw this out there. I know this is, uh, you know, sanctimonious or you can't say it. 
undefeated season. What's the one thing he hasn't done undefeated season? What gets him going to play at this elite level? Uh, he's accomplished everything. He's won a million Super Bowls. The undefeated season prop, I'm waiting for that to drop. Uh, we look at the schedule. They have the fourth easiest schedule in the NFL this year. You bring back all your starters from the Super Bowl. You have Brady in year two. To me, this is uh, the sky's the limit for this team. You know, and I will say, I talked to Michael Lombardi uh, the other day, and he was on the over a win total as well. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Super Bowl, you know, hangover, trying to repeat how hard it is. Uh, and he did mention Father Time, and every every time he talked about that, you know, is Brady made of rubber? Is he, you know, is he uh, uh, just, you know, so pliable he never gets injured? He was on that uh, that MCL tear or strain or whatever that was all year. Um, injuries injury is the only thing to me that i could see derailing this team because uh if you lose brady and who is it blaine gabbert you know they, they draft trask um mm -hmm. you know to me that's that's where this thing could fall off but uh until that happens and we all know anyone could get hurt at any time bridge over 4725 and a half yards like that over you're only going to feel more acclimated with your teammates another training camp uh not you know last year was crazy with covid and things being different Remember he broke the rules. He was like working out at some local high school when he wasn't supposed <laughs> with to. Shoulder pads. Uh, exactly. <laughs> with shoulder pads. So uh, give me all these Brady overs. Uh, I think to me adding another game and just the, the leap he could take again this year. I think the sky's the limit. Yeah. I'm right there with you too. Um, he just seems settled and, and he knows when he wants to quit and stop playing. He knows when his body, I mean, the guy played and won a Super Bowl with a torn MCL. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a bet out there to bet against when it comes to Tom Brady, to be honest with you. Uh, what about Matt Ryan, 44, 50 and a half passing yards? Uh, he's got Ridley. A lot of people are high on him and certainly Pitts, uh, the number four overall draft pick at tight end. I, I think he's not a tight end. I think he's just uh, an eligible out there for Matt Ryan in that offense. Yeah, I could, lean, I could lean. I could be enticed to the over there. You know, obviously you're losing Julio Jones, but bringing in Pitts. Also, you know, Arthur Smith taking over, a guy who's known as an offensive type guy. Uh, and again, I lean on some of these overs with teams that are going to be down in the second half, Rich. You've heard me say this before, but uh, I always think about, you know, going up against Matt Ryan in fantasy when you're up uh, and he's down 20 points in the second half and he's just throwing it, throwing it. And uh, you see your leads get smaller and smaller with all these garbage points. To me, that's, I think, where Ryan could could cash this over. Obviously, you're playing in a dome. Still got some weapons here, you know, reloading with pits. 40, what is it, 44, 50 and a half here. Mm -hmm. um, I think with that 17th game and maybe uh, a rejuvenated offense with pits and this new head coach uh, and maybe being down and trying to, uh, you know, play from behind and throw the ball second half, to me, that could uh, add it all up, maybe lean to an over there. Yeah, I would lean there that way as well with that dome, what you mentioned. Um, that division, though, uh, is loaded. Sam Darnold, 39.50 and a half uh, passing yards as well as 23 and a half uh, passing touchdowns. <laughs> Starting quarterback for the Saints week one. Where are you in this one? Winston uh, minus 275. Hill plus 180. I think it's going to be Winston, but my only concern, Pritch, would be the fine print for some of these props are who will take the first snap of, right. the, new, of the regular season. So what if Winston's the starter, but Taysom Hill is in there for a gadget play. Imagine how crazy, uh, you know, gambling Twitter would have. The, the internet would explode that prop bet if Taysom Hill just takes that that first gadget snap, whereas Winston's the starter. Can you imagine that, Pritch? People would go crazy. Oh, well, that's why we love the market insight, because I would, never would have thought of that, to be honest with you. I'm thinking, okay, he's a starter. Okay, I'm going to catch that ticket. But then, lo and behold, uh, the caveat uh, angle, Josh. 
<laughs> Fine print. Who will take yeah. the first snap? That's the key. You always got to look at this stuff. Okay. We got air quotes and caveats from you already uh, to start the oh, first yeah. segment. Uh, coming up next uh, in the program, I mentioned uh, certainly the NFC South uh, with passing totals. One of the most exciting players in the NFL is coming back from injury. Uh, we go over NFC South rushing title, uh, rushing totals. That's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
Football season is right around the corner, so it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the strip, have your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 Physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. And we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Josh, NFC South rushing totals. Now, full disclosure, uh, I was roommates with Ed McCaffrey uh, with the Broncos. Uh, I know the, the family well. I was at the ceremony when Christian McCaffrey got inducted into the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame, too. So I've seen this guy play in high school. So I'm biased when it comes to one of the most exciting players in the National Football League. Christian McCaffrey's back from injury. Uh, his rushing yards totals 1,175 and a half pass, uh, rushing yards, uh, 11 and a half rushing touchdowns for run CMC. Yeah, so first off, Pritch, I would just look toward one award here, Comeback Player of the Year award. I do think Dak Prescott, as the favorite, kind of, you know, is expected to win this thing. He's like plus 180. But McCaffrey could be worth a flyer, Comeback Player of the Year award. I think he's around plus 500 at BetMGM. So something to keep in mind when you're thinking about these players with their props. There's other awards that you could flock to that maybe give you a better payout here. Uh, But Pritch, looking at his career, rookie year, he rushed for 435. Then he had those two spectacular years in 2018 and 2019. He rushed for 1,000. He rushed for uh, 14. Last year injured, only played in three games, rushed for 225 yards. With his prop total now uh, over under 1175 and a half, I, I expect him to bounce back. I think he's he could have a big year here. It's just tough for me sometimes, Pritch, a guy coming off a big injury, especially the yeah. running back position where you're prone to injury, where you take such a beating. Uh, I mean, McCaffrey, is uh, he's a tough kid, uh, but he's 5'11", 205. I mean, as a running back in the NFL, playing at that size and weight, uh, coming off a bad injury, it'd be tough for me. I, I could go either way. If you told me he's going to be healthy and have a huge year and win Comeback Player of the Year award, I could see that. I could also see maybe these nagging injuries piling up. Up. So to me, it's kind of a layoff for me. But what, what do you think, Pritch? If you could go either way, what do you expect out of McCaffrey this year? You know, the rushing touchdowns are lofty. Uh, if you ask me, he, he's not undersized. He's a halfback uh, as opposed to a bruising running back like a Derrick Henry. Uh, as a halfback, though, he's a viable option out of the backfield. And I think uh, the Panthers should utilize him that way. So 11 and a half rushing touchdowns might be too high. Uh, total touchdowns, I take a look at certainly. 11.75 and a half rushing yards. I think that's obtainable for him because he's elusive too. Uh, if you get him some spacing, uh, if they have a threat of a uh, passing game as well, that st- certainly is going to help uh, McCaffrey, though. Uh, coming back from injury, the guy is uh, uh, maniacal when it comes to working out. Man, the guy is a machine uh, when it comes to taking care of his body, Josh. Yeah, I've seen some stuff on Instagram and, uh, you know, vacationing with uh, with his fiance. I believe he's dating Danny Amendola's old girlfriend. Don't you love working <laughs> me. I, you. <laughs> I, I know all these little things. Yeah. That, hey, but yeah, uh, Olivia, she, is actually, it, what's her name? Uh, what I, I forgot her name. Yeah, you're told. I think it's Olivia something, but okay. I think she's from Rhode Island, too. So it's my neck of the woods, Rich. I, I need to know these things, obviously. But um, I would say a couple of things, you know, flipping to a couple other players. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alvin Kamara, Pritch. I'd love to hear your take on Kamara because Kamara is a guy. He ran for uh, 932 yards last year. Uh, but really, Kamara, I target more of his of his catches and his right. uh, receiving yards props here. And I also think, you know, Kamara going over 950 and a half rushing yards. That could be tough just because. 
uh, losing Drew Brees. I mean, the threat of the pass maybe isn't, uh, maybe defenses can key on a little bit more of the run game or, or kind of out of the backfield. Maybe it's a little tougher to run the ball if you don't have the threat of Drew Brees throwing it anymore. Obviously, Jameis, he can chuck it. He can also throw you interceptions. I just think with Kamara, it's tough to take an over rushing yard when you have the uncertainty of a new quarterback behind the back, uh, you know, behind center. Rich, my favorite play in this division is Ronald Jones. Okay. Ronald Jones over. Uh, to me, this is a guy that's on the rise. Remember, he was a uh, what was he second round pick out of USC, right. uh, 5'11", 208. He's gone up and up each year. He only ran for 44 yards year one, ran for 724 his second year, almost broke 1,000 last year, 978. Uh, and I watched a lot of uh, Tampa Bay Bucks games, and I think you know why, Pritch. Uh, but uh, but to me, this is a guy, I remember he, he broke one from a two-yard line. I think he ran for a 98-yard score. The, just the offense, it, it's going to be tough to bet uh, to bet against the, the Bucks, but also to defend the Bucks. Being able to Tom Brady throw it in the air, just the dual threat here. I'm looking at Ronald Jones going over that number, over 750 and a half. Yeah, Rojo, he was uh, a speedster out of USC, but has um, taken care of his body. And, and he's a thicker running back now. So somebody who can run between the tackles, certainly. Mike Davis going over to the Falcons is interesting at 775 and a half. Uh, Kamara, though, 950. Michael Thomas, no Michael Thomas either. So maybe he gets more targets, uh, not only as a receiver, but certainly rushing the football as well. Uh, coming up next on the program, Pac-12 Media Day started. Uh, odds suggest the championship is up for grabs. We'll get Josh's thoughts next. Recent football betting guys are coming soon, and there is no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both. Now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VSIN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at vcent.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the program, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, the Pac-12 media days are upon us right now uh, in L.A. Looking at that conference from an odds standpoint, I think it's up for grabs. Let's see what you think. Oregon plus 250 to win the championship. Washington plus 350. USC plus 400. Uh, you got Arizona State plus 400. Utah. Uh, plus 650. Yeah, Pritch, I think you hit the nail on the head up for grabs. You know, look at a lot of these different odds for different conferences. You know, Alabama, big favorite to win the SEC. You look at Clemson, massive favorite to win the ACC. Here's a conference here where it really is open. You look at these teams, you know, look at the first, you know, four or five teams all between plus 250, plus 400. I think you're really based on the odds looking at, you know, Oregon, Washington, USC, Arizona State, all kind of in that, uh, that upper echelon there. So this creates lot of opportunity for betters depending on hey if you do your homework if you can look at the recruiting uh you know which team is returning the most starters look at each game schedule you can kind of uh maybe find some value here based on on who you like so obviously oregon uh still the favorite you know their win total is nine now i looked at oregon washington usc arizona state the, the top four uh best odds here and what jumped out to me pritch is after oregon 
Washington, USC, and Arizona State, their win total are all eight and a half. Mm-hmm. However, USC and Arizona State, the under eight and a half is juiced up minus 115. Washington is the only team in that bunch that the win total over is juiced up. Washington's over at BetMGM is eight and a half over minus 125. So uh, just looking at the way the odds makers are, are, are approaching these teams and handling these teams and what numbers they're throwing out there, seems to me reading between the lines that Washington could be worth a flyer uh, with that eight and a half over minus 125. And they're kind of neck and neck, you know, runner up odds there. We have Oregon, the favorite plus 250. Washington, the Huskies, they're right behind them plus 350. So, Rich, what do you think? What's your take on Washington here? Do you agree with that juiced up over? Do you think they could uh, contend here with Oregon? I don't believe in the juiced up over, to, uh, to be honest with you. Now, contending with Oregon is interesting because Oregon uh, is going to have to replace a player, a certain player, uh, left tackle, but uh, okay, quarterback questions there too. Uh, I think they got a new defensive coordinator as well. So uh, some moving parts there with the Ducks. Uh, but they're talented, uh, and they're always going to be talented. Washington, a lot of tran- uh, turnover uh, when you think about Chris Peterson no longer there. Uh, he, he's a walking culture. Uh, that guy gets the job done uh, wherever he's been, really, as a head coach. Uh, and so I think the, uh, the North in this conference is up for grabs, more so than the entire conference. I think the South will be more competitive. If you notice, Utah doesn't have a win total. Uh, right there. I, I think a lot of things are going to, a lot of factors uh, involved with Utah in terms of their quarterback, Charlie Brewer, transferring in there. Uh, if they hit with Charlie Brewer at quarterback, uh, watch out for Utah, uh, in my opinion. So plus 650 uh, looks pretty good there as well. Yeah, that could definitely be enticing there with, uh, with that quarterback if that ends up happening, Pritch. You know, the other one, uh, just a couple other thoughts here looking at the uh, the Pac-12. Uh, Oregon State, you know, so I go through all these win totals looking at where the juice is at. Mm-hmm. Oregon State, Pritch, let me throw them at you, the Beavers, because uh, they're kind of tough to play, obviously, with that. Uh, and I always joke around the Beavers in the rain and the wind and the gross weather. Uh, you know, they come, sometimes bring out uh, the best of them and, and kind of play r- really well at that home field advantage. But right. with the Beavers, Pritch, the win total is four and a half. So, again, they're at the bottom of the of the division there, of the conference, but their over is minus 135. So let me ask you, is this a team that, you know, you're not expecting the world from them. Maybe they don't come close to winning this conference, but at four and a half, can they win you five games? That just jumped out to me. That's the highest juice of any team on the board one way or the other, and the Beavers over four and a half is minus 135. I'm going to take a look at uh, the Beavers. I'm going to have to study them because I'm going to find out their schedule because uh, there's there's some factors in there too, and that's a program that really hasn't started, uh, Josh. Uh, some promising years, some promising coaches, uh, but it hasn't been a consistent program. And I think when you, when you have a situation like that in college, when the, the program's not consistent, how are you going to attract the, the top players? How are you going to um, uh, get over the the hump, if you will, in terms of trying to turn a corner with better players. And uh, to me, I think that's what's been holding Oregon State back uh, over the years. I think you're definitely right there, Pritch. Again, if you're a, a great player out west or wherever, and you're looking at Oregon, you want to play for the Ducks. You know, mm-hmm. kind of the, the you know, kind of the, the fallback there is obviously the Beavers. But recruiting, I think, is so big. Right. You know, someone told me a long time ago uh, with college football recruiting. Focus on recruiting. Mm-hmm. If you can continue to churn out these top recruits uh, and also bring back a lot of uh, upperclassmen, the more senior, sophomore, senior, you know, junior type players that you can bring back with continuity is really going to benefit you. Uh, but that just jumped out at me with the Beavers that they're over is juiced up. The other one I'll throw to you, Pritch, 
Um, Heisman opportunity. You know, I'm looking at uh, USC here, plus 400. Their win total is eight and a half. It's juiced up a little bit under minus 115. Uh, but if you look at USC, Keaton Slovis. Right now, he's plus 1600 to win the Heisman. He's kind of in that that top 10 range here. This is a guy that uh, came in as a freshman with a lot of promise. Uh, you heard a lot of buzz about this player. Um, what's your take on Slovis? Could he uh, be a, a buy low opportunity candidate for, for the Heisman here, Pritch? If he stays healthy, I think he is. I think he's uh, an off-conference type of player, uh, Josh. Um, you know, there's so many other Heisman type of quarterbacks out there, I think fit the bill more so. Uh, but in terms of the conference uh, situation, I think Slovis is, is a, a stout quarterback, uh, certainly from that standpoint. But the Heisman, these guys are off the charts when you're talking about Spencer Rattler, uh, Sam Howell, JT Daniels even. Uh, and, and so there's a number of players in front of, them, of, of Slovis, in my opinion. But from a conference standpoint, uh, certainly get the job done out there in the Pac-12. Yeah, and of course, shop around because different odds have different numbers here. I'm looking at one book that has Slovis plus 1,600. Another one here is 28 to 1. So obviously different numbers at different areas. Mm -hmm. But I'll throw to you, Pritch. One guy that I saw jump up a bit here, JT Daniels to win the Heisman at Georgia. I like Georgia Uh, this year. I saw one book. He's at plus 500. That could be an outlier, but that's definitely a jump. I mean, Spencer Rattler was the the favorite here for the Heisman for pretty much all the summer. I'm seeing a big move on Daniels. What do you think of Daniels at Georgia? I think he's got to build for it, and certainly he's got the um, the team and the school uh, and the profile now. You know, a couple of big wins. You're right there in the Heisman Trophy discussion. Uh, they got one on the schedule in terms of starting the season against Clemson and then look see if they get to the SEC championship and what they can do. I think the SEC East uh, is pretty weak uh, as well. That's why I like Georgia this year. I'm right there with you, Pritch. That's a name that obviously jumped out. And I, I still like that that Alabama to win the conference. I think we did a show, mm-hmm. minus 165. But again, if he can light it up, I mean, his, his Heisman odds could be worth a look. Bryce Young, what are we going to get out of him? 12 to 1. A lot of opportunity here with the Heisman. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Looking forward to that, uh, Josh. Uh, Pac-12 media days uh, are upon us right now. So we'll see what happens in that conference. Come up next on the program, Josh Towers in studio former Major League Baseball pitcher. So much going on in Major League Baseball. DeGrom, uh, some of these key matchups as well. All that more coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Bet without fear on your favorite sports with a risk-free first wager up to $600 at BetMGM. Sign up using bonus code VSEN600 and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Once again, is promo code VSEN600 to make your first bet risk-free up to $600. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Washington, D.C., Virginia or West Virginia excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly gambling problem. 800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, DC 800-270-7117 for help in Michigan 800 gambler in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia 800 bets off in Iowa and Tennessee call or text a red line 800-889-9789 in Indiana. It's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you, and so is Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher in studio with us. Josh Towers, how are you? I'm good, buddy. You? Uh, Great, great. Glad that you could join us today because so much to get to in baseball. Uh, The Padres, uh, they get Adam Frazier in a trade uh, with the Pirates. Uh, What about their chances of winning the pennant? Or well, first of all, the division, yeah, Padres, and independent, perhaps World Series now. Um, changes a little bit. I wouldn't say a lot, but definitely a cool move. Protection mm-hmm. in the lineup. Uh, not a strikeout guy, not a walk guy. He's also not a power guy. Right. Um, but he's a guy that I can count on. He's going to put the ball in play. He's going to move my guys around, or he's going to get on base, leading the league in hits, and he's going to create more of an offense, more run score for the guys behind him. I mean, he'll mm-hmm. move. He does. He's, he's, the crazy thing is he's not a thief either. He doesn't steal a lot. His, I think he's got five this year. That might actually be his career high. So if this is something that he could add to his game, it would be great. Um, but he's also an outfielder, which is what they need. So what we have? We had fam. We have jerks and Profar. We have some liability issues out there with a bat not really supporting it. And then Myers can hit, but he hasn't really, you know, he's, he's, you know, on and off the DL at the aisle, it seems. So I think that it sends a message. I think it's a very respectful player. Mm-hmm. Both teams are very happy with the trade itself. Um, 
And again, because he's not tied to just second base, so I can leave my infield where it is. I can put him in the outfield. It, it adds a lot. Cronenworth is an all-star. Right. Don't mess with him. Right. You already messed with him when you moved him. Let, let, let Jake do his thing because he's having a fantastic season. So from an offensive standpoint, you added the dude in baseball with the most hits. So, uh, And then that's my thing. Like Again, he doesn't walk a lot. But he also doesn't strike out a lot. So what do I do as a pitcher? Because I can't just groove on. I'm not worried about you taking me deep. But do I do I try to get a little bit cute? Because his contact when he swings apparently is really good. So he's a difficult player for me to face. And if my mindset goes to that, then that's the distraction that all the other guys behind him need to be better, right? So right. that's what he does to us as pitchers. It's beautiful. Josh, great to talk baseball with you once again. You know, let me, I got a big question about the Cubs at the deadline and the Cubs tonight. So at the deadline, is this a team you expect to make moves? You know, we've, we've heard about uh, Kimbrell getting dealt, Anthony Rizzo. I'm still, fingers crossed, I would love Rizzo to go to the Red Sox. Is there a deal for Chris Bryant? Does he go to the Mets? Who of those guys do you expect to be dealt? But then also tonight, uh, Cubbies are at home against the Cincinnati Reds. Had that walk off last night. Uh, we've seen a big move to the Cubs. This is Alzale against Gutierrez. The Cubs have gone from like minus 150 all the way to like minus 180. So big steam hitting the Cubs. What do you think? And then also, uh, Josh, would you hit Javi Baez tonight after taking 16 <laughs> seconds to get the first base? I wish a book would throw a prop up there. Will Baez get bean tonight? Uh, what's your take on all that stuff? I think that if Gutierrez can can hold the Cubs to, to three runs, let's say, and, and I'm not worried about the bullpen, just three runs and give them a variation of a quality start. I think Cincinnati wins this game. I love what happened last night, and, and – you know, anybody who listens knows Amir Garrett's one of my buddies, one of my favorite players, and one of my favorite people on planet Earth. Uh, he's always been vocal about pimp it. If you hit a homer, if you hit a walk off, pimp it. That's what, like, he, he he's an, is an advocate for this type of stuff. He digs it. And he's like, I'll strike you out and do some stuff. You hit a base, hit a homer off me, do what you got to do. So obviously, there's some hatred between Baez and, and, <laughs> and AG. Um, but he's not mad that Baez pimped it. Like, again, he's he's all about that style of baseball if that's what they choose to do. So uh, I don't see why Cincinnati would drill Baez. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, there's more to it than just a random incident where somebody would deserve to do it. And, again, AG's not mad at him for, for much. It's, it's something that he promoted. So um, I would hope – this is what I would hope. Listen, the Cubs are not even we're talking about. They're out of it for the postseason. Trade who you want to trade. Do what you got to do. It's it's kind of irrelevant. But I would hope this was the fire that Cincinnati needed to make that playoff push because they're that close. Right. How about that? That's be interesting right there. I mean, celebrate the wins. I get that too. Um, but he'll probably get beamed. <laughs> that said. If they do, I think it's kind of classless of right. Cincinnati. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And, I I bet, I, and again, knowing Amir... And, and where his stance is, I would think that AG in the clubhouse was like, no, leave it alone. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it is what it is. That's part of the game. I don't think – I think he would tell the team not to. Let me ask you this about mm -hmm. Jacob deGrom because he's been um, on the IL uh, a number of times, whether it's a timeout, fatigue, or whatever, injury. Uh, he's still minus 1,000 to win the NL Cy Young. Uh, what about these other pitchers, though? Corbin, Burns, uh, Bueller. Uh, Bueller's 12 to 1. Burns is 10 to 1. I mean, as a pitcher yourself, he's going to, DeGrom's going to have to battle this situation the entire year, even though he's been dominant. Uh, but maybe a chance to get in on these other pitchers when it comes to Cy Young. Yeah, again, I've mentioned this in the past. If. If, if our starts are, like, say, 34 for the season, that's about a full season. If Jacob gets 24, um, 
he, he doesn't he, he he can't really be in the mix for the Cy Young anymore. Like you can't miss basically you have five starts a month, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say he misses ten starts, that's two months. You played four months of the season, right? You don't really get to factor into the Cy Young. Your numbers would have to be so off the charts, and his were close. Uh, I just think that too much time is being missed. I wouldn't invest any more money if I don't have plus money on Jacob somewhere along the line from the start of the season till now. I wouldn't invest any more money on um, on Degrom. I would look at what we've seen, the the Burns and the Woodruff, go down that route and see yeah. who's been more consistent, which I think it's been Woodruff. Uh, more importantly, Kevin Gosman has been uh, just amazing, and I think that he's not getting the respect he deserves for the Cy Young because he's – there's no difference when you look at his numbers compared to – I mean, Burns, Woodruff, Gosman, 75 hits each. But look at Peralta, mm-hmm. 102 innings. 45 hits giving up with 145K. So all of those guys are right bunched up in the same thing, but yet Peralta's given up 30 less hits. Right. So right now, going back over this, uh, Peralta's walking away with the Cy Young on this board to me if this continues. So I would look at that for some some value. Josh, I think that's a great point, a name that I don't hear a lot of people talking about but could have a lot of value there. Uh, let me direct you to the Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants. You know, This is a series uh, kicks off tonight. Big, good pitching matchup here, uh, Urias and Webb. We still have the, the Dodgers two games back of the Giants in the division, but they're actually a minus 200 favorite to win the division here, so odds makers are expecting them to turn it on late. <laughs> but just for tonight, Josh, uh, I've seen a move here toward the Giants. You know, this game open, Dodgers are on minus 130. They're down to minus 120. You've seen this number move toward the Giants at home. They've been great at home. They just took two or three from the Dodgers. They needed a bunch of these walk-offs or uh, come from behind wins with collapses from Kenley right. Jansen. But could you be enticed by the Giants tonight? little plus money at home in a spot they're not usually in. Usually they're favored pretty big at home. They're, now the tonight they're getting plus money. Uh, so 120 and 110 at home. Uh, both these guys have been pitching well, especially of late, and they both faced each other the other day and dealt. I think Urias went seven innings. Where it's that point. Uh, I, I thought that they would, the Giants would fade. You know, I, mm-hmm. I really did, and, and they've showed me nothing. The most impressive thing about them to me uh is not the starting pitching because we've seen that they lead the league in home runs or they're right there. Like they were leading the league the other day in home runs. Who, who saw that coming? Um, the Dodgers do have some question marks and the bullpen seems to be it, which I don't understand, but they can also be slowly like getting guys work and, and starting to transition everybody into the right spots to finish this stretch. They've been down this road, so they know what to do. That's probably why they're still favored to win it, although the Giants clearly look like the best team and the Padres are trying to make some moves. So uh, I understand that I couldn't lay on the Dodgers at this point at that price. But um, as far as tonight's game, I would have to favor Webb, to be honest with you, and the Giants, just because of how well, and I feel like he's pitched well versus the Dodgers Mm -hmm. this year, but just how well Urias threw his last start it really is tough to duplicate back-to-back starts versus the same team, and he's been great. Uh, but at home, seven innings, one run versus them. Um, he's got roughed up versus them before, where he had threw five innings and gave up seven runs in a game, and that was immediately after the next start. After he went six innings and two runs versus them at San Francisco. So again, like we play those mind games with ourselves, to where do we have to make an adjustment? Do we not have to make an adjustment? And because he threw so well last start. Uh, sometimes we talk ourselves out of things. So I would I would favor the the Giants tonight and plus money at home for the the best team in baseball. Why not? Uh, another surprising team plus money at home. Boston plus 124. 11 is a total against Toronto. You, you got Robbie Ray uh, versus Garrett Richards. 
Yeah, why are um... <laughs> I don't know. I was about to ask you. That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> uh, I think. Um... Again, like just you didn't have to tell me this pitching. You're going to give me Boston at home at plus money. Uh, I'm okay. I understand. The way that they're playing. Yeah, and these two guys are on different paths. Really, Ray is having the best year that he's ever had. His walks are down, which is so impressive. And then Richards is uh, he's basically and Josh helped me out. He's basically been this guy all year. Five to six innings, three to five runs. Basically, it's he's been very consistent at that. Nothing over exciting. A couple touch ups, but but nothing crazy. So we know what we're going to get for him uh, and then Ray being as good as he's been uh, it, it, it's pretty exciting I would I would again I would take the the Boston Red Sox at home at plus money because the Blue Jays are still very young and there's two inconsistencies where Boston is fighting to win this division and they're going to set themselves up better so I like Boston I'm with you, Josh. Keep an eye on the over, too. Open 10.5 up to 11. Could be in for some runs. Remember, uh, actually, Garrett Richards out-dueled Ray 7-4 win in Buffalo last time they played. I was thinking about that in the Dodger game as well. I don't know what the total was, but... Thanks again for your time. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. JTJA. They'll do it for hour number one. Uh, Hour number two, we're going to begin with a a market insight from Josh Applebaum. Also, our NFL deep dive uh, with the Buffalo Bills. All that and more coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.